0: Surah Al-Fajr Surah Al-Fajr is a Makki surah and it is preferred to recite the surah in Isha prayer as according to some narrations the Prophet ﷺ advised Mu'ad رضي Anhu to recite this surah instead of Surah Al-Baqarah in Isha. Fajr What is Fajr? Morning light that comes from the side of the east before the rising of the sun. It is the light that appears before sunrise. And it is the time when we have to pray. Which salah? Fajr salah. It is said that Fajr is anil-subh, When the darkness is broken by light. So it's the light that comes before sunrise. Because it tears through the night sky crack of dawn you may have heard the expression bismillahir rahmanir rahim wal fajr by the dawn allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is taking an oath over here by the breaking of the night with the morning light by the fajr prayer because at this time when it's fajr time what is to be done fajr prayer is performed and in fajr salah what is it that is of A lot of importance. It is the recitation of the Quran. Inna Quran al Fajri kana mashhuda. And this Fajr comes daily. And as it comes, it brings a new day. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes an oath by something, it is to draw our attention towards it. So that we notice it. We realize its importance. We value it. So this time, the time of Fajr, is a very important time of the day. Very important. And it is the time of worship. The most important thing we can do at this time is to worship Allah. How? By performing Salah, by reciting Quran, and of course, the morning Adhkar also. Fajr, The beginning of the day. A new beginning. It's like we've been given a new life. And as the morning comes in, you wake up. What does it mean? Time to work. in ashr, And by the nights, which are ashr, which are ten. By the ten nights. Remember the term layl yes it means night. But when you're counting layl you you're not just counting the nights, you're also counting the days in between. It's just a way of counting days. Just like we say days in English. In Arabic, when you're counting, you know, from a certain date to another, you will say nights and not days. For example, you'll say, how many days are you going for? You'll say five. But in Arabic, people would say nights. Okay? So by the nights, the term nights, don't think of just the darkness. Alright? So, and Ashr, ten nights. What does this refer to? Some have said this refers to the last ten nights of Ramadan, in which is Laylatul Qadr. Inna أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةِ الْقَدْرِ And these ten nights are of prime importance. The Prophet ﷺ performed i'tikaf in these nights. And he exerted a great deal in worshipping Allah. And he would also wake his family up. Some have said that these ten nights, it's referring to the first ten days and nights of Dhul-Hijjah. And these ten days and nights are also very important. As the Prophet ﷺ said, that there are no days in which righteous deeds are more beloved to Allah than these days. If you perform a good deed in these days, it's beloved to Allah. In these days is the day of Arafah. These are the days of Hajj. wal watr, And by the shaf'r, by the even, wal-watr, and by the odd. Even number, odd number shaffar sheen fa'in is to join one thing with another from the same root as the word shafa'a which is intercession because you're joining somebody right and you're speaking you're advocating for them this is shafa'a so washafri walwatr by the even and by the odd if you think about it the entire creation is in pairs isn't it whether those pairs are complementary or they're opposites in whatever form. But the entire creation is in pairs. And the creator is witr. As in a hadith in Bukhari we learn, وَهُوَ وَتْرٌ يُحِبُّ الْوَتْرُ That Allah is one, witr, what, same, odd number as in one, three, five. And what is meant is that He is one and He loves, He loves what? The odd numbers. Which is why we have been commanded that when we pray the Hajjud we should end it how? With the, with the, Witr prayer, meaning make it odd. So you performed four, ended with one rakar to make it odd, five. Alright? So was Shafr Watr. And regarding this ayah there are at least thirty six different opinions about this. Who the Shafr is and who the Watr is. But if you think about it, keeping in consideration the previous verses, what is mentioned? Times are mentioned. Morning, Fajr, Layal and Ashr, and then the ten nights. Right? So Washafri watr continuing the same theme. If you think of a month, you have two, 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 and at the end, either you have a total of twenty nine days or thirty days, lunar months. Either twenty nine days or thirty days. So the month ends up being of either Shafar or Watr. You understand? Either Shafar or Watr. Wal and by the night, Ida Yasri. When it passes. Yasri. Seen Raya. Isra, to travel by night. And this means Yasri as in when the night is departing the night doesn't immediately depart doesn't happen like the night comes and it goes like it's not on and off right there are stages we see as the night comes in its maghrib then thereafter sometimes there's time for isha and then it's time for the hadjjudur qiyam and then witr and then sahur and then finally the night ends and fajr comes in and after Wal layli yasri what comes again Fajr. Now, what do we see in all of these oaths? Time is mentioned, and with everything that is mentioned, there is an implication of how time is moving, slipping. Fajr. At the time of Fajr, there is urgency, isn't it? Because it's a limited amount of time, and you have to pray your Fajr prayer within that time. Layal in ashr. The ten nights, whether they are of Ramadan or of Dhul-Hijjah, what are they? A few nights. With every night that goes, you're counting down. Shafr, Watr, the month, it ends up being either of 29 or of 30 days. But then comes the last night of the month. And that night, as it departs, there is a new beginning. And this is how our lives are. It begins, and we're constantly running out of time. And then a time will come when we will depart. يسري, just like that, a time will come when we will depart from this world. Hal fi li Hal is fi in that قسم, an oath, meaning is there not an oath? In the things that are mentioned over here, for who? Livi Hijr. For a person of perception, for a person of intellect. Meaning, is this not a strong oath to convince someone who has intellect? Hijr. What is Hijr? Hijr is from Hajr. Hajr is walk. And Hijr is used for intellect, intelligence. Why? Because it inhibits a person. Stops a person from doing what is not okay. So هل في ذلك قسم حجر? In all of these oaths, all of these oaths are they not sufficient for a person who has intelligence? Are these not powerful oaths? You see, after a qasm is a response. There is a conclusion. And we see this in the Qur'an. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes an oath and then the response to that oath is mentioned. Sometimes it's not mentioned, it is implied. Here, what is the response or the conclusion of the oath? It's not mentioned. It's not given. The proof of the hour is being established. Remember, Makki surahs, what is the theme? Imaniyat. Matters is related to faith. So, the hour is being established. That look at your life. Fajr, ten nights, completion of month, last night comes, it's over. And in your life also, there is a beginning, you go through different stages, and then the final stage is you're departing the world, and then you leave. Don't you understand? You have a few days in this world. You have a few days in this life. This time on earth will end, just as each month ends just as each cycle ends. And what you do each month matters. So what you do in your life also matters. What you do at fajr time affects your whole day. What you do in a part of the month affects the entire month. What you do in one month affects the next month. What you do in the night affects the next day, doesn't it? So how is it that you can do whatever you want in this life and you think that will not affect your afterlife? It will. And here we see the importance of these times, that how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes an oath by these times. And we all need to see, what am I doing at these important times? Especially Fajr, and the time when the night is departing. Because you see, layli إِذَا يَسْرٍ As the night is departing, what happens? What do we learn? In the last part of the night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he descends to the lowest heaven and he asks ala sa'ilun yu'uta? is there not a sa'il who can be given something a questioner is there a beggar is there somebody who wants something who can be given ala da'in yujabu is there a da'in one who's making dua so that he can be responded to ala sakimun yastashfi is there a sick person seeking Cure? Seeking shifa? Alamudnibun مُذْنِبٌ Is there any sinner who is begging for forgiveness? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala invites us at the end of the night, come and get your sins forgiven. Come and get what you need. Come, ask. ida Hal fi قَسَمُ حِجْرِ And if you think about it, your whole life, how you live it, can be seen in how you spend your fajr how you spend your night and how you spend even 10 days because what you do you know in just 10 days reflects what it reflects how you live your life what you do at fajr time reflects how you live your life what you do in the night reflects how you live your life alam tara fa'ala rabbuka bi'ad Look at those who did not avail these blessings, who did not make use of their fajr, of their night, of their days. Have you not seen how your Lord dealt with Biad with the people of Ad? Who were the people of Ad an ancient nation that inhabited the south of Arabia? they Imad. They were Iram Iram the people of Ad were also known as Iram after their ancestor. Their ancestor was Iram bin Sam bin Nuh. Or it is said that Iram is a particular tribe of the nation of Ad, of the Qaum of Ad. So Iram, that il imad They were people who had Imad, meaning who had built lofty pillars. Rimad pillars, a thing by which another thing is propped or supported. So that il Imad it's referring to their homes, the buildings that they had constructed, lofty, supported by columns. Il Imad, look at how much they advanced as a civilization. Look at what they constructed, look at what they built. Lam fil-bilad. Those pillars or those buildings were such that Lam it has not been created mithluas similar to it similar to what similar to the buildings they made fil bilad in the cities in the lands meaning you can travel far and wide you will not find structures buildings like those made by the people of ad some have said that thatil imad over here refers to not the buildings they built but their own physique that they were ذَاتِ Imad, like pillars. Meaning these people were tall and strong and huge in their physique. And they were so unique in this that no nation was like them. No community was like them. No people have ever been like them. As tall as them, as strong as them. وَثَمُودِ And Thamud also. Don't you know what your, what your Lord did with them? Who were Samood? They are those who jabu, they carved out. Jim Job is to cut, dig, drill. Rocks. And when it is more fine, meaning when the carving is more fine, then the word naht is used. So, jabu Sakhra, they carved out a Sakhra. What are Sakhra? Rocks. Huge. Huge rocks. Or it's also used for a small hill. So they dug them out. Why? Why? In order to make their houses rather. Because they didn't make their houses with bricks. They dug rocks out. Imagine, huge rocks. And they dug them out to make their rooms. And their living rooms and their kitchens. Bilwad, in the valley. Wad is valley. So it shows that this was a mountainous area. Many mountains side by side, and these were all rocky. And within those rocky mountains, these people had dug out their houses. And the word Nahd is also used in the Quran. So they did fine decoration also. And this is Wadi al Qura. This valley is known as Wadi al Qura, the area where they lived, and they made their dwelling places. And it's in the south of Medina, and the Prophet ﷺ stopped here on his way to Tabuk. But what happened to them? You know very well. Wa and also Fir'aun. Don't you know what your Lord did with Fir'aun? Who was Fir'aun? Dil Awtad, owner of the stakes. Awtad, plural of the word Watad. It's used for a peg, a stake, or a nail with which you pitch a tent. So, Fir'aun, the owner of the stakes, why is this description given over here? Because Fir'aun had a huge army. And he wouldn't just stay in one place. He would, you know, take his armies and conquer many areas. So, every time the armies would travel with him, they would camp and pitch their tents. So, they had so many awtad. Every time they traveled, they would take with them, what? Pegs, stakes, in order to pitch their tents with. Some have said that awtad refers to the stakes or the pegs that were used to crucify people. Because Fir'aun is the one who started this, crucifying people. And it is also said that the stake is a symbol of power, or something that Fir'aun held to show his power. Some have said that Fir'aun adil awtad, awtad refers to his pyramids. Because they're built like mountains. And what are mountains? They are the awtad of the earth. Aren't they? The jibal are awtad of the earth. They're like the pegs of the earth. So, وَفِرْعُونَ ذِي Three nations are mentioned over here. All of them so advanced, so powerful, so mighty. But with their might and power, what did they do? الَّذِينَ طَغَوْا فِي البلاد. They had in the lands. What does طَغَوْ mean? They had rebelled beyond limits. Rebelled beyond limits. You see when a nation has some strength, some kind of technology, some kind of ability, and they use it in the right way, then what happens? They prosper and they also bring benefit to the creation. But when they misuse the power that Allah has given them, they abuse it. Then what happens? فَأَكْثَرُوا فِيهَا الْفَسَادِ Then فَأَكْثَرُوا They increased fiha in it, meaning in the earth, al-fasad, corruption. They increased corruption in the land. Allah gave them these abilities, these strengths, but what did they use them for? For what? For corruption. And this is something we need to think about. That the blessings that Allah has given us, given me, what am I using them for? To be more productive? To be more useful? To do more good work? To help creation? Or am I using it to harm others? I mean, think about it. Even today, all this advancement, when we make weapons and we shed blood like it is water, and hundreds of people, millions of people, are displaced all over the world what is this for aktharu al remember fasad is of two types there is physical fasad hissi destruction bloodshed pollution waste all of this is hissi fasad and there is also marnawi intangible fasad corruption of the mind of thought bigotry racism all of these are what a form of fasad because that in turn leads to what kind of facade? Physical fasad. فِيهَا الْفَسَادِ Look at what happened to people of Fir'aun. Look at their hatred towards Bani Israel. Just imagine the hatred they had. This was Marnawi fasad. Which led to hissi fasad. Because that hatred, it led to the enslavement of an entire nation. And it didn't stop there. It led to a Genocide. فَأَكْثَرُوا فِيهَا الْفَسَادِ And when they increased in their fasad, فَصَبَّ عَلَيْهِمْ رَبُّكَ سَوْطَ عذاب. Then he poured عَلَيْهِمْ Over them. صَبَّ صَبَّ is to pour water from above. And the word is also used for imposing something on another. So صَبَّ عَلَيْهِمْ ربك. Your Lord poured over them سَوْطَ The whip. Of punishment, سُوْتْ seen وَالْطَّ, not salt with a صَادْ that is voice. This is سُوْتْ with a سِينْ, and the word سُوْتْ is used for a whip or a flog that has multiple knots in it. Multiple knots. Now, just imagine if a person is hit with a flog or with a whip. Think of a whip as a belt, and it's straight. It's gonna hurt. But if that whip has a knot, or multiple knots, it's gonna hurt even more. فَصَبَّ عَلَيْهِمْ رَبُّكَ سَوْطَ عَذَابٌ Why سَوْطَ عَذَابٌ? Why is it called سَوْطَ عَذَابٌ, this punishment? One reason is, because compared to the punishment of the hereafter, the punishment of this world, was just a whip. Just one flog. There's more to come much more severe punishment that will come in the hereafter. Secondly, this also shows the force with which the punishment came upon these people. It shows Allah's wrath, His anger with these nations. And it shows how they were guilty, they deserved it. Fa Sabba Aleyhum Rabbuka Sauta Adab. In Trothaka Ayah five, we learn Fa Amma Thamudu, Fauhliku Bitariya, Wa Amma Adun, Fa Uhliku Birihin Sar Sarina Atiya. Look at how these nations were destroyed. Their entire civilizations were wiped out. And Firaun, he was drowned. Remember what Firaun would say? That these rivers flow beneath me. And how did he die? He drowned in those rivers. He drowned in the sea. He drowned in water. Samud, they were proud of their homes. What happened to them? The earthquake and the sound destroyed them in their own homes. adab. And Ad, who were proud of their physical strength, they were picked up by the wind and thrown down inna rabbaka labil indeed your lord is in observation bil mirsad rasada is to hide and wait meaning wait for the prey to come so that as soon as it's within reach you pounce attack and finish it this is rasada and mirsad place of waiting mirsad place of waiting and watching So, إِنَّ رَبَّكَ لَبِالْمِرْصَادِ Your Lord is watching you, observing you. Put yourself here. Your Lord is watching you, observing you. He is able to execute His punishment and assault on you at any moment. How do you feel secure? You think He doesn't know? You think He doesn't have any power? You are mistaken. Inna rabbaka labil-mirsad. Recitation of these verses. <laughs> ألم تر كيف فعل ربك بعاد إرمذات العماد التي لم يخلق مثلها في البلاد وثمود الذين جابوا الصخر في الواد وفرعون ذي الأوتاد الذين طغوا في البلاد فَأَكْثَرُوا فِيهَا الْفَسَادِ فَصَبَّ عَلَيْهِمْ رَبُّكَ سَوْطَ عَذَابِ إِنَّ ربك لَبِالْمِرْصَادِ فَصَبَّ عَلَيْهِمْ رَبُّكَ سَوْطَ عَذَابِ This is something that we should worry about. إِنَّ عَبَّكَ لَبِالْمِرْصَادِ You see, at the beginning of the surah, what is mentioned? Very important times when we should not be in ghafla, especially the time of fajr, we should not be in heedlessness. That is a time when we need to get up and draw close to our Lord, seek His forgiveness. Because remember when sins, we don't repent from them, then one sin leads to another. And a person continues in his fasad, فَأَكْثَرُوا al الْفَسَادِ And then what happens? فَصَبَّ عَلَيْهِمْ رَبُّكَ سَوْطَ عَذَابٍ Then there is no escape. I remember recently somebody was telling me about how they were not waking up. And the person who was trying to wake them up was getting very upset with them. And they said, that is the angel of death going to wake you? Is the angel of death going to wake you up? We need to come out of our negligence, out of heedlessness. Wake up to this reality that we are not here forever. We are being watched. This life is short. We are going to die and we are going to face our Lord. There is Hisab, there is Jannah, there is Nahr. These are so scary ayahs that you know faces will be on that day and no, nothing will be finish our hunger and thirst in previous. And here Allah is sitting in the place yes. of ambush, he's is watching. And if you feel the two eyes always,
1: if somebody somebody's taping,
0: taping, then we get conscious. There's a camera on the sky 24-7. Imagine, you know, in that state where you know that somebody is watching you. You become so conscious. And especially when you know that somebody is watching you, to find your faults. Just imagine when you were giving your driving test, where the examiner is sitting right next to you, watching your every move, even the movement of your eyes every small thing every little detail matters and some people become more nervous because they know that they are being tested over there we are always being watched inna rabbaka kalabil mirsad mirsad is not just watching observing waiting able to execute revenge able to punish so where can we run Recently, one of my sons, he said to me, like his class fellow he was telling to everybody, today I prayed Fajr. And my son was shocked. He said, Mama, he said, today I prayed Fajr. Is it mandatory on us, right? We don't have our choice. We have to pray. And he was shocked, like he was saying, the friend was saying, today I prayed. Fajr, salah. assalamu Alaikum. A woman came to the Sheikh, asked him, his uh, son is not able to wake up for Fajr. He tried everything. So the Sheikh asked him, so you tell me if the house is fired and your son is sleeping in the room, what what are you going to do? She said, I'll drag him from uh, his clothes and take him out from it. They said, if you can do this one, why cannot save him from the fire of hereafter?